Flying Talkers 2021, brought to you today by the people of ATC. From Frankfurt, Germany to the world, with offices open everywhere, ATC is the reliable general services and sales agent, GSSA, for top-rated customer satisfaction. If your airline is delivering service excellence, chances are ATC represents them somewhere. ATC is leading the way delivering life-saving vaccines to combat COVID-19. Want better service from people ready, willing, and able to deliver? Contact Volker Dunkaki, Group Manager, Charter, and Solutions, and Thomas Bomart, ATC Team Leader. Get it on Volker is what we say if you've got something to move and want it shipped worry-free. There's no secret sauce here. ATC's Extraordinary expertise and service ethic harkens back to a time when results-driven cargo executives were the product of a lifetime of best practices and great training. So contact ATC, One World, One Great Air Cargo GSSA. ATC Aviation can be contacted at atc.aviation.com and tell them Flying Talker sent you. That's atc-aviation.com. Hi, this is Jeffrey Aaron and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Last year, 2020, in early March, as COVID-19 began raging and we were all locked down wondering what would happen next. I looked outside the window and I saw the tulip beds springing back to life around our home. And to me that sent their quiet message of life and renewal and beauty. In uncertain times, being able to slow down, I think, a bit and contemplate the flowers actually works. Undoubtedly, if you work in the flower business, whether growing or selling or shipping, you might have felt that special affection endures. I thought to do some stories about the flower business, and then I looked at our past issues and I realized those stories all look about the same. There's pictures of flowers and boxes and there's people moving flowers and things are happening here and there and we talk about destinations being served. But there's more to the flower business than perhaps any other commodity that we move. It's interesting in 2021, the two, two commodities that we're moving right now that we want to talk about that both generate a lot of passion would be the floral movements and also the COVID-19 vaccines. But I've been wondering, does one get in the way of the other one? So I decided to just talk to a bunch of florist people, a bunch of floral organizations, just as many people as I could get a hold of. So I want to share some of those comments here from people today that I spoke to and, uh, Take a trip as we tiptoe through the tulips, or we take a tip from the tulips and we look up at the sky. I spoke to Joost 
Bungerts, the owner and president of California-based Floribundance. Floribundance is located in Carpentaria, California, a small oceanside city of about 12,000, located 11 miles from Santa Barbara and 92 miles from Los Angeles International Airport. Now, it may be arguable that more sea lions and seals and dolphins than people live in Carpentaria, but no one debates that that place is beautiful. I'll be right back with more after this. So now we're back with Joost Bungerts, the owner and president of California-based Floribundance. As we mentioned, Floribundance is located in Carpentaria. It's a high-end premium quality provider of wholesale, fresh-cut flowers, foliage, garlands, wreaths, and bouquets for florists, floral designers, special event companies, you name it, and other professionals in the floral industry. Floribundance are certified American grown wholesalers in the business. And Yoast is deep dish into flowers with a thriving wholesale and retail business. Born in 1959 in Den Haag, the Netherlands, Yoast's father managed agricultural land holdings all over the country. Yoast spent his summers working on his family farm in Northern Holland and became interested in agriculture and horticulture as a result. He studied at Welland College in Gouda, graduating with a degree in plant science. This is what he said. COVID-19 has had wide impact on the flower industry due to cancellations of weddings and forced closures. But like everything else, when business becomes impossible, you pivot as much as possible, which in our case has been to migrate to online sales and operations. I am amazed, Yost said, after 40 years in this business, that this year the usually stable tulip prices are actually quite high. But tulips, as many know, have a special place with people. And now that the season begins, sales are good. So we'll have to pass these costs on for now and hope the prices get back to normal all around, Yost said. We are members of Cowflowers, an organization of growers, wholesalers, and retailers in California. We'll get into that a little bit later, but he mentioned that many businesses in our trade are down 30 to 45%. But most recently, now it's January, late January, we could say it's getting better. The challenge is not to operate an old business model, you know, said. We form specialist operations online and combine this expert sales assistance. We sell roses directly from Colombia and Ecuador in addition to the world. So we're wholesalers, floral consultants, and increasingly specialists, Yo said. Although we are not anticipating shortages during the flower season, the challenge with air cargo is the dramatic global cutback in passenger flights and lack of frequency, notably out of AMS and elsewhere. We have sidestepped to move flowers via LHR figuring maybe AMS is not the way to go, but as with everything else, limited space has driven rates up with logistics emerging again in 2021 as a definite seller's market. We're not experiencing shipments bump because of vaccine, but 
we as an industry, again, are faced with sky-high rates right now, Yost declared. Luckily for us, we have cargo lift contracts via Califlowers with FedEx as example, Yost said. But in some cases of major concern, as shippers, we're navigating through a time filled with delays and no service guarantees otherwise, he declared. I remain positive and think once the vaccine does its job, our business will come back and be even better than before. Yost's background and experience in selling flower bulbs to growers, importing cut flowers, and running a successful retail flower shop provides a unique perspective from which he has developed the Flora Abundance based, as I said, in California brand into one of the premier wholesalers in the United States. Yost and Alexandra, his wife, who also works in the business, moved from Connecticut full-time to California in 2008 and have two grown children. But having been in the flower industry now for 40 years, Yost credits his longevity to, quote, staying ahead of the game, diversifying, and always being open to ideas to expand and enhance product line offerings and service delivery. This is what he said. We are in several aspects of this business, but we've advanced our wholesale reach to retailers as well as to the high-end public, as opposed to supermarkets or Costco sales. As example, a few years ago, we launched BulkWholesalers.com. It's currently doing very well, but we also see our core retail customer that likes to buy flowers is stuck at home. Something about cow flowers. Yo serves as a member of the board of directors of the California Association of Flower Growers and Shippers, Cow Flowers. It's formerly known as NorCal. Cow Flowers was founded, get this, same year I was born, 1941, by a small group of flower shipping companies to foster the success of California's floral industry within the United States. Today, Cal Flowers is the leading floral trade association in California, serving growers and the entire supply chain in the state and 48 states across the na- nation, the consecutive states across the nation. Cal Flowers has been instrumental in developing standards for the entire industry. Example. Cowflowers initiated the box standardization program that is trending the market toward uh, a 40 box for bulk shipping. This initiative is aimed at making flower shipping more cost-effective while maintaining the high quality of the floral products as they leave their farms. This is what Yo said. The flower industry can do some things to enhance its position. What we should do is collectively market ourselves as an industry more aggressively. We should promote the use of everyday cut flowers as a united industry. There's no collective effort by the flower industry to message what we do and why we provide a vital and needed service. People love flowers. We need to talk to our customer and also to new business. I believe the flower industry can help itself by delivering a message that moves the needle a couple of points. That's all we're looking for. Now's the time to make new friends and enhance our image in the global marketplace by talking more directly as an industry to our customers, to people we work with up and down the line, Yost declared. Great guy, great, smart, bright individual. Take a tip from the tulips. Talk to your customers. Jos Bognerts is a perfect example of somebody we can all learn something from. 
This is Jeffrey Arendt. It doesn't matter where you are, you're there. And there you are. In uncertain times, being able to slow down a bit and contemplate the flowers works. You work in the business, whether you're growing or selling or shipping, you probably have felt that special affection endures. But now, as we reach a time of year when saying it with flowers for Valentine's Day, and then Easter, and of course Mother's Day upcoming, provides some sanctuary for everyone, we found Jeffrey Dunn, a professional photographer based in Canberra, Australia. Jeffrey takes wonderful pictures, but what he wrote about flowers that caught our attention. This is what he said. I don't recall the very first time I heard the expression, don't forget to stop and smell the flowers. I've always loved flowers and blooms, their myriad colors and forms and scents. My love of flowers has stayed constant while the way I look at them changes constantly. When I learned about plants and what flowers are for, the way they entice and mimic, the way they look different under ultraviolet or infrared, that was something. The way we use flowers to say things, from red roses for love, through a whole spectrum of colors to black roses for death. Say it with roses indeed. Flowers as symbols of the transience of life. Fake flowers ranging from the trashy to the profoundly, profoundly elegant. I learned about flowers as genetic markers indicators of weed species, the passing of seasons, their rarity, and their basic commonality. The sound of the bees in the trees in the springtime, the carpets of riotous color beneath flowering camellia. I learned their smells. I like to retire somewhere where I can smell the scent of frangipani blossoms and heady scents of spring and warm breezes. Native Australian flowers whose scents pass into honey, bulbs, trees, bushes dripped with rain or dew. And then I started taking photographs of them. And sometimes I don't see them or smell them or sense them. I'm busy doing something else, preoccupied. Sometimes I sit and just watch them and think as I'm doing now about all the different ways I see them. The day I saw my children learning to sniff their first flower nearly made me cry. My advice, don't forget to stop and smell the flowers. Because sometimes, smelling the flowers is all there is. That's Jeffrey Dunn. Decent bit of direction towards simple pleasures. Beats COVID-19 punch in the nose any day. This guy, Jeffrey done.com.au G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y D-U-N-N.com.au Great pictures on his site, but this piece he wrote really touches a spot. Sometimes, for all of you out there, 
you know, wherever you are, if you're sitting in your car waiting to get a shot, whatever's happened, sometimes smelling the flowers is all there is. It doesn't matter where you are, you're there, there you are. And thank you, Jeffrey Dunn. This is Jeffrey Aaron. As we continue our customer focus in this COVID-19 lockdown late January of 2021, as we receive notes of greetings and good wishes and even Christmas cards, my goodness, that were sent in early December. Thank you, USPS. We've been thinking based on the slowdown in the US mail service, maybe it's not too early despite the snowfall, just to let our minds go to a new place. So we're talking to shippers. This is all about shippers today, end to end. You heard enough, as I said at the top, about uh, how many flowers we're going to move and how well the market's doing over here and what the outlook is and all the rest of it. Let's talk to some retail people, talk to some wholesalers, Yoast, Bonyarts, and some other people like that that we've talked to. Always a big part of the Valentine's Day celebration. It's now less than a couple of weeks away. We're wondering if space demand for floral shipments that always queue up before they weigh out will be severely impacted by demand to move vaccines. Sherry Myers at Myers Flora and Bridal Shop told the Washington, Indiana Herald, quote, for Valentine's Day, the numbers are there and we're ready to roll. The florist business appears to be one that has managed to stay healthy during the COVID-19 pandemic, at least here in Washington, Indiana, Sherry said. The demand for flowers has been up ever since the coronavirus hit, said Myers. Hey, it makes sense. People are at home. They're together. So you send your loved one a bouquet of flowers. Or if you're by yourself, you put some living thing in the house. It brightens up your day. People are sending more flowers than ever because they're forced to be separated, she said. We've sent flowers to hospitals and nursing homes just trying to spread some joy during these difficult times, she said. Well, here's the pedal to the metal on the bottom line. When it comes to planning for a profitable Valentine's Day, there are no secrets, said Paul Goodman, a longtime floral industry financial professional associated with the Society of American Florists. SAF, practical, practical, actionable advice can set up any retailer for the holiday success, Goodman said. Valentine's Day profitability is really about smart management. Holiday profitability was the focus of a recent Society of American Flores virtual event headline by Goodman, a longtime contributor to floral management. During the 30-minute session, which included time for Q&A, Goodman detailed three core areas, productivity, controlling COGS, and staffing, that every retailer needs to prioritize every year, and especially during a holiday that falls on the Sunday of a three-day weekend in a pandemic. That sounds like a Quinella. He also tackled the question high on the mind of every retailer moving deeper into holiday prep. What the hell to expect this year? Quote, normally a Valentine's Day on a Sunday is going to 
have a decrease in volume, Goodman said. However, this year, we have the COVID effect. Sales overall have actually increased for flowers. Because of that, I think there will be a COVID effect for Valentine's Day. Goodman's advice, track sales closely in January. Compare those in real time year over year to your 2020 returns. Those trend lines will help inform your thinking regarding how much or how little the pandemic could shift your Valentine's Day return this year. If you're seeing an increase in sales, December, January, you can expect a COVID effect for your business for Valentine's Day, Goodman said. SAF, I mentioned earlier, based in Alexandria, Virginia, knows only too well the uncertainty of facing florists as they struggle through the double whammy of both supply and demand after that group joined everybody else canceled its 136th annual convention last September in Phoenix. Looking to extend a helping hand and reassure its membership, the aforementioned Goodman, a well-respected money guy, which we all know is what it comes down to, he hosts these SAF webinars regularly for that organization, but SAS is also rich in member-related support for each other. There are those rare people who tackle their taxes the first week in January. And then there is the rest of us, SAF said. Valentine's Day follows a similar pattern. Without prompting, most retailers wait to order until mid-February, an action that causes unnecessary stress and hurts your profit potential. That's a direct quote from the SAF. To minimize the last-minute order blues, Illinois retailer Eileen Weber proactively calls past clients with a pitch that conveys confidence and outstanding service. That's cool. To those sentiments we add, observing how our shippers are going about their business right now can be educational and motivating. Bloomtastic, bloombastic. As an example, with COVID-19, many florists have had to cancel their very profitable in-store floral events with many pivoting to virtual happenings. Heather Waits of Bloomtastic Florists in Columbus, Ohio, who also teaches business strategies, put together a presentation titled Reignite Your Business Virtual Events. Interestingly, this webinar was available in June of last year and basically grew out of the inability of Bloomtastic to drive any business during the total Ohio shutdown. But down was not out, as Inventive Heather put together a playbook to supplement income by offering a series of online events or virtual classes in which she shared, quote, how to, end quote, advice to subscribers that advanced the floral arts so that people who were also locked down might gather the skills to create floral presentations for their homes from what we assume uh, would be local rose bushes or even wilder garden flowers. Heather said weddings were not happening. We're not allowed to deliver flowers at some point or have pickups, so we weren't really working at all. So Reignite Your Business is all about detailing how to market a step-by-step -step class for retail customers of member businesses of SAF and any retail florist in a smart, bright, engaging 38-minute presentation. To, our, to my mind, you know, relevant to all businesses, not just to, flor to florists. And we think about that. 
at no cost to the SAF members they can look at it, or it costs 12 bucks to buy it off of the SAF site. They have a whole bunch of these uh, webinars, and they're just regular people that are running businesses that are sharing information as members of an organization to advance the entire organization. And I keep thinking, why the hell doesn't Air Cargo do that? Why is there not a base in the IATA website or, or uh, Brandon Freed's great website on the Forwarders Association or in the uh, Tiaka website or any one of our different websites where we talk to each other in simple terms and we create membership uh, 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 webinars that are free or, or, or for a small fee back to the people that create it, share this information as it's worthwhile. SFA is a big generational association that serves its members as lobbyists, okay, and provides all the bells and whistles of an industry leader. But it's also a sanctuary for its membership, which is what we need in a time of unspeakable crisis as we pivot and move the market with these webinars and financial strategies and also how to retail features to train members on what they might do to get a leg up by sharpening their outlook and developing some basic market survival skills. And what about calling your therapist? They're from the flower business is a focus lens into some thinking going on right now at the source of our business as logistics providers that you may have not looked through before. It's a lens. Listen, the Sustainable Flower Podcast, a program for Canadian growers based in Alberta, decided the best thing to talk about in January to their audience was mental health. Quote, after a very strange year in 2020, said Toby Malloy, a mental health specialist and lecturer who serves as women's president of the National Farmers Association in Canada and is also a farmer. Our strong desire to connect has found some positive alternatives. Many people thought, how can I possibly do my work when we can't make face-to-face? The move to phone and Zoom replacing face-to-face has generated some positives. She says, quote, people were at first nervous about the web technology, but realizing that we can't get to meetings anymore, there has emerged some positives, including many people who said that it is more comforting to work from home, feeling safe and connected, surrounded with family and pets and familiar things. Well, maybe that'll have to do until the real thing comes along later this year. Quote, people believe they have to get out into the world when they can, but these contact alternatives have been really good. Christmas 2020, for many who were saddened at being parted from family, nonetheless, was a time that for many was simplified and slowed down and in many cases less stressful, she said, as the certainty of COVID-19 and when vaccines might be available continued unabated. The other thing I've heard from people, Toby Malloy said, is that time spent around the table in meals, being together, playing board games and going outside together just to experience nature has been a positive of the past year. People who grow flowers and are in the agriculture business want customers to have a sense of what we do. And being outside just to get out of the house has given all of us a better sense of who we are, she said. Canadian Broadcasting Corporation reported recently an uptick in reporting by Canadian citizen scientists who are bird watching and observing wildlife in record numbers. Quote, the hallowing out of the agriculture from processors to the business itself during the pandemic 
has left many growers, especially some with all their eggs in one basket, so to speak, driving more attention into the need for diversity moving ahead, Toby Malloy said. Sounds like what our friend Yo said earlier, diversify. Well, that does it for our broadcast today. That was fun, wasn't it? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time. This is Jeffrey Aaron saying, keep them flying. Air cargo. Goodbye. Speak to me. Good, Lou.